Who is that? Who is that? Glad you masked the Masked Singer podcast nobody asked for with Belinda and Dan. All right. Welcome back to Glad You Masked, the podcast where we take up the task of asking who is behind the mask. Uh, my name is Dan. <laughs> I'm Belinda. And oh, that was just oh, that was just so yeah. clever. That was a. <laughs> I was kind of big, laughing before I started because I realized I had not prepared you for that. But I a was big just... brain rhyming skit. No, I loved it. That was amazing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, I just yeah, <laughs> nothing more to say on that. No, I I I don't think I could make say anything that would make that any more majestic than it already was. Yeah. Well, we we've taken up the task and we are basking. No, okay, I have nothing else. Um, well, I'll just bask in the in the wonderful rhyming that you just just, just you just rained on me just now, and uh, pose you a question. Yeah. That uh, the Instagram, the Masinger AU, has posed to everyone out there. Yeah. Uh, could David Hughes actually be Tom Selleck? Uh, well, Dave Hughes would probably guess that he is, <laughs> um, based on his guesses so far. See, based on his actual guesses, I would say he'd actually think he's Russell Crowe. Yeah, well, he's he's really, he really is determined that Russell Crowe is on it, isn't he? Yeah, and it's like, has he ever actually seen Les Mis? Because <laughs> honestly, like, he does not, he doesn't sound like any of the masks that are on there. Yeah. And I don't understand why he keeps saying Russell. He really wants it to be. And I just hope for him. For his one sake, day. that one day Russell Crowe will be behind one of those masks. Yeah, Dave Hughes. I have Missy Higgins. Dave Hughes has Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. One and day. And I have me. <laughs> I well, want to be on Mask Singer. One day. One, one day. day. Just, just. I mean, look. You don't even need to be that famous. We've discovered that. Yeah, absolutely. I just need to get my Instagram followers up to like maybe four thousand now. <laughs> um, we're at about a hundred, so there we go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Ali Simpson has uh, a couple million, so you know, and a just... famous older brother. So yes, well, I imagine that probably helped. In, I, I uh... do have a second cousin that was on, uh, I believe it was the X Factor in Australia's Got Talent. We'll see if that helps me. <laughs> Sadly, I do not think it will. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's talk about the unmaskings this week because there were. Yeah, a shall we, there were four. Shall we start with our um, giant ad for probably Paramount Plus, but also Paw Patrol, the movie? This this was like the most confusing thing ever. I, I'm still kind of baffled that they did this, but I don't hate it. Like, I, I like that they threw in like an extra little thing and it's like, oh, it's exciting. We get to see another celebrity have a go who might not um, have previously thought to sign up for this. Uh, so. Part of the guessing was, like, who would, like, participate in this giant ad for Paramount Plus? I, I went through the shows that are on Paramount Plus, and I was like, what are the other, like, you know, figureheads? Like, what are the other mastheads? This is just, like, a glorious bit of cross-promotion where they've got, you know, like, Steve Peacock from Five Bedrooms, and he's behind the mask or something, or, like, <laughs> iCarly. I don't know. Uh, but it was neither of those. Um, it was um, no one from Paramount Plus. Yes. And miraculously, I managed to get the guess with a, with a, really some great help from you, Dan. I mean, so this was just for, a true team effort. This was absolutely a team effort. I would not have gotten onto this if it wasn't for you. So for anyone who didn't watch, they had uh, Rubble from Paw Patrol, who's like, 
I want to say it was like an English bulldog, um, mm. but with a significant <laughs> more amount of nasal cavities than those dogs have. Yeah. <laughs> I said, my, my comments and my notes were, how are they getting the license for this? What the F? I'm so confused. Is this a whole <laughs> ad for Paramount Plus? Um, so- I have so many notes. So I watched this after, for the first time I didn't watch it as it happened. I avoided spoilers and I watched it online. So I was at my computer. I had my notebook out. I was, I had so many notes. It was Carl Sanderlands. I'm just going to drop that now. Yeah. I'm <laughs> glad it was Carl Sanderlands. <laughs> I must halfway through, which I think does make sense. I mean, if it's going to be someone who is just like in for a random bit of cross promotion, it makes sense that it's someone who's connected to Jackie in that way. Um, Jackie didn't guess it. I saw conspiracy theories online that she just knew who it was, but didn't want to give it away. But even the, still, she seemed way for... too embarrassed <laughs> to not have guessed yeah. it. And I, I just, so to explain how we got to that conclusion was, yeah. um, <laughs> so there, there was, graf- there was a lot of like street scenes and graffiti and one yep. bit of graffiti said Winston Smith was here and you made that connection that it was, um, Winston Smith from the book 1984. Yes, correct. Where we get the phrase big brother. And obviously yep. the show Big Brother, and it was like, well, obviously, I thought he must have been a competitor in one of the seasons. There was mm-hmm. also the the clue Briz Vegas was in, like, the Hollywood writing sort of yep. in the background. And I was like, oh, this is someone from Brisbane. So going through them, surprisingly, not many people from Brisbane in the regular Big yeah, Brother. that but... did surprise me. Big yeah. Brother feels like it's a breeding ground. Uh, uh, Gold especially... Coast feels like it's Big Brother for breeding. Uh, Sorry, what but, am I saying? I know what you're Brisbane saying. Brisbane yeah. feels like it's a breeding ground for Big Brother contestants. Especially God, because it's thought... like they film it. The house yeah. used to be in Dreamworld, the theme park. Yeah. So, like, how come they're not all for Brisbane? But anyway, maybe it was like, we don't want to play Predatorism to Queenslanders. Anyway, yeah, so bizarre. I then looked through the contestants for Celebrity Big Brother. Kyle Sanderlands was on that list, and he's from Brisbane. Yes. So I was like, oh, it's probably him then. And you going know, by just, like, the body type, he had, like, the pot belly and all that. I was like, this is more likely. My first guess was and actually also Fitzy, the behavior. Yeah, um, the behavior certainly yeah. was like, I knew this is going to be, like, some kind of guy who thinks he's a comedian. And, and again, my first guess was actually Fitzy because, like, he's probably the one Big Brother contestant that's really yeah. sort of maintained any kind of level of uh, uh, Chrissy Swan, presence. thank you very much. Oh, yeah, Chrissy Swan. I keep forgetting about or her. Or was... McDonough, I also thought about, but... Not, yeah, it also didn't seem very likely. Uh, Fitz, oh, for the guys, he's the, the one that comes to mind. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think Fitz, yeah, was potential. But yeah, Carl Sandel was on the celebrity version. But also, we did, we missed this. Carl Sandel has hosted Big Brother with Jackie O. When? <laughs> when uh, the last Channel 10 season. So Greta Colleen did it. Ah, uh, like okay. So before they changed to, what was it, Channel 7 that they went to? No, Channel 9 and then Channel 7. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gretel Colleen did it for uh, like six or seven seasons. And then they did one season with Kyle and Jackie O hosting. Then it got cancelled, was back like three or four years later on Channel 9 with Sonia Kruger hosting. And now it's back again on Channel 7 again with Sonia Kruger hosting. Ah, uh, um, okay. But relatively different format, which I'm not a fan of, but that's neither here nor there. So, Whatever. so that is that was Rubble, our little guest singer yep. for... Um, other clues that was the for Sunday him. night. Uh, other clues for him. Lots of like judging clues, which of course he was a judge on Australia's Got Talent and Australian, Australian Idol. Idol, yeah, and X Factor. Was one of those not true? Was he not on Australia's Got Talent? 
He was definitely on Australian Idol. I don't. I'm not really sure about the other shows. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, he's been a judge. Uh, there they'll... was a clue for pizza. He was in Fat Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. They mentioned that music talented performers. It was like I'm always on the lookout for talented performers. Again, Australia's Got Talent. And um, several clues pertain to Jackie. So the Kennedy Space Center refers to um, the fact that Jackie O is yes. as she's known, or she shares that name with. Um, uh, yep. John Kennedy's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the lipstick on the little CCTV yes. clue that they had. That's referring to the Kiss FM logo. Yep. Uh, the other ones I didn't really get. I have zoo clothes at the beach. I don't even know what that yeah, means. I didn't... I wasn't sure about... Wait, was it zoo closed? Yeah, the zoo was closed. Has he... Oh, I, I, I have written down beach clothes, but I... Beach clothes, but I think you're right. I think it's got... I think it was zoo clothes. Did he do something with the, the magazine Zoo? It's more than likely, because, like, let's face it, it's sort of a man's magazine. It seems like the kind of magazine he'd be involved with somehow, like whether or not he was in an interview, or maybe there was a story he commented <laughs> on what had to do with Zoo. Okay, like... do you know what Do you know what comes up when you look up Google Kyle Sanderland's Zoo? Is Kyle Sanderland's top Zoo Weekly's most hated list. There we go. <laughs> So I guess that that's probably... I, I don't know why it was at the beach. Uh, Me neither. Some but... of these clues are just like, eh, let's just put it at the beach, whatever. Um, yeah. But the point is, I got it right. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was impressed by this. Um, yeah, I, again... It was obviously think... thanks to you, but... I, I think this is teamwork. And I think if we had... Because obviously, I sort of saw the first half hour and then I jumped away. I think if we'd been watching it and we'd been like egging each other on, I think we would have got all of it. I think that we would have, you know, which, so I'm taking it. I'm, I'm absolutely taking it. Yeah. Because I, I, to be honest, when I was watching it, I was absolutely baffled and I, I had so many notes and then they unveiled it and I was like, we had it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so many times. This is like the third time this season we've basically got it right as a joke and then forgot about our correct guess until much later. Yeah. Um, and actually, speaking of those, we may as well move on to the second reveal that they had on the Sunday yes. night show, which was Atlantis. Thank God. Yep. One of my least favorites has is now off. Yep. Um, so we want to congratulate Ursula for guessing Macy Gray. Yeah. Though which... she, she didn't, like, maintain that guess <sighs> I, that night, Ursula, but Ursula, she did Ursula. previously guess it. I was annoyed at her guess for Atlantis. Partly because she got it exactly right the week prior, but partly because she guessed Delta Goodrum. And I think part... Yeah, okay, some of the some of the clues matched up, but that didn't sound like Delta one bit. That no. was not her voice. Uh, I, I don't know, especially when she got so close. Um, I will say... Uh, do, did you know who Macy Gray was? Nope. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have to say, I've got no idea who Macy Gray is. Do you, not, do you still not know? Well, I mean, obviously I looked it up. She was She's a singer. <laughs> yes, but do you know the? Do you know her like famous song? Um, I don't Try know. Try to famous... say goodbye and I choke. No, nope. walk away and I stumble. Do you not even know that song? That's a beautiful performance, but it's no, not. No, I try to hide it. It's clear. That being, my world crumbles when you are not here. Okay, well that's a famous. I mean, song. maybe I'd have to hear the actual Macy Gray hear it. Maybe. I love that performance, but you know, <laughs> sometimes when you just hear someone else, it's not quite right. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she's she does um, have loads and loads of songs, but that was kind of like her big one. Yeah, and I know she got um some 
film, like she did music for some films. Like one of her songs was in one of the Spider Man yeah. films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was that's the one that really sticks with me from like, yeah. looking at it. Um, couple of clues for her. Um, the couple of weeks ago with the mind reading thing, they picked up on the Nat, and her real name was Nat. Oh, Natalie. There was another Natalie clue this week. I don't know if you noticed. There was a newspaper that said oh, the, the Imbroglia. Yeah. Yeah. So her name's Natalie. That was that. Um, I couldn't work out the uh, the trouble. There was another newspaper that said Atlantis sued trouble in Darfur, and I don't know what that was. Uh, Darfur is a place in Sudan, a city in Sudan, I believe. Not sure about that is one. Is there a Natalie Darfur? Perhaps. I'm going to look that up right now. Uh, but yeah, maybe it is just her name. No, I don't think so. No, that uh, it just goes to the Sudan. I, I am not sure what that is referring to, but I'm sure she's had yeah. something to do with Darfur. Perhaps she performed there. Maybe her family is from there. I'm really unsure yeah. about her background. Um, yeah. But um, I, I, I will that... say I am sad and that it wasn't Penny Wong. <laughs> <laughs> my my yeah. grasping at straws that this was a proud Chinese Australian lesbian was uh, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> interesting because those clues remain unanswered. Um, another one that I did pick up on, well, sort of accidentally, was the Tom Hanks clue. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago, and it was Tom Hanks from the movie Big. I don't know how I picked that up, but it was, and um, she had an album called Big. So that was that. Um, yeah. Other than that, I've got a lot of notes and I don't understand any of them. Um, yeah, well, the, we, um, I, I was a little saddened that her best performance from being in the competition, doing X's and O's by L King. Yes. Um, that it sounded, it actually sounded good. She didn't sound like she was straining. She like nailed that song and she was standing up and like trying to move in that costume. I yeah. am inclined to think that they really jibbed her on that costume. Something was it right. When she performed it at again at the end, like she looked so much more comfortable. Yeah, it was. Like, I mean, she's still slightly uncomfortable, but whenever she performed, her head was like falling down, and yeah, I don't know. Constantly falling something down. Something was up, and I don't. I don't quite know what it was, but yeah, I feel. Like I wonder if perhaps up. it didn't fit her properly because I also, I don't. I don't think it's my place as a white woman to comment on. Uh, uh, someone's hair, especially because I believe she's African American. Is that correct? Potentially, yes. I will look this up so. to confirm. Yep. Yeah, African Afri- American singer songwriter, African American. Uh, yep. So, like again, it's not my place to comment on her but hair, have... but she had like the beanie on, and I want like, to, uh, and I suppose to keep her hair out of her face, and so she doesn't like get she has get it on her hair, eyes though. or something. Well, I wondered yeah. if perhaps because she had the beanie on, was that making things slip? I and I was wondering know. if that was like they had an issue with getting the costume fitting properly. Maybe. You know? Which I, is, I don't know. Like, oh, anyway. to be a fly on the wall when they were making that costume. Anyway. Yeah. Um, my other note for Atlantis is explain Linda Carter. So, Danny guessed Linda Carter. From Wonder Woman, which is fine. And she made a whole show. She had, like, props and stuff. And then she didn't explain it at all. She oh, was just she did like, not. And it was kind she of... Was just, <laughs> she was just like, is this Linda <laughs> Carter? And I was like, no, but why are you guessing Linda Carter? Like, it was, there was... It was so cringe the way she did it as well. She, like, stands up. She's like, don't I look smart now? Anyone? I was Anyone know so... what I'm talking about? And everyone was like, no, Danny, we don't know what... Please explain. 
And then she didn't. She was just like, Linda Carter, maybe? The original Wonder Woman? And everyone's like, oh, that would be cool. And then she didn't tell me why. And and somehow it was worse than uh, Dave Hughes' guess of Rihanna. Yeah. Which makes I mean, me think, you know, you're supposed to work in radio. Surely you've heard Rihanna sing a song before. <laughs> I... <sighs> Uh, Dave Hughes did a interview on the Cheap Seats last night, uh, which is the show on after the Masked Singer on Channel Ten. Uh, quite good. Melanie Bracewell, Tim McDonald, great show. Anyway, they're coming on the news of the week. Last week, Melanie Bracewell went in on his Taylor Swift guess, and he was forced to defend himself. And I mean, <laughs> did it do wasn't, a good job. Or? It wasn't the best defense. Probably the best part of the defense was um, <laughs> if if you are behind the mask. Would you, wouldn't you like me to guess Taylor Swift for you? And I was like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, quite funny. Be like, <laughs> yes, I would like to be guessed one of the world's biggest stars right now. Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> Check out that interview if you'd like to see him uh, actually being held accountable to his horrible, horrible guesses. Yeah. Um, because yeah, Melanie Bracewell went in on him last week. Okay, um, moving on. To our second elimination of our three-day streak, we had Lightning. Yes. Um, it surprised no one that it was Ali Simpson. Well, it certainly did not surprise me. I have notes for her as well. I've been so good this <coughs> week. A couple of things that they didn't really pick up on. Uh, so, Saturday's <coughs> clues uh, were pretty interesting. The ones I picked up on, uh, it started off with Nailed It. Um, she said, Nailed It. I just uh, looked yes. up Ellie Simpson nails. She has a nail line, so like a oh, fake wow. nail line or something. That makes sense. Um, also talked about uh, facing my fears, and she talked about crying in public. So she talked about sort of being in, I think, tough situation or facing my fears, and I think someone was like, oh, maybe she was on SAS or I'm a Celebrity. She was on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and she was also on Filthy Rich and Homeless, where she cried in public, like just cried on the streets. Yeah, and she did actually back. she did actually joke about being on I'm a Celebrity during her little explanation when she says, I'm yeah. lucky, get me out of here. <laughs> oh, did she? Yeah, because yeah, Osha was like, yeah, we'll put some tarantulas on you now. <laughs> um, she also said, don't want to be single, and she has a song about being single. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. But she's actually a singer. She's had singles. And I, I was I was pretty sure it was Ellie Simpson. But I... Yeah, she has a song called Why I'm Single. Sorry. I was yeah. pretty sure it was why... Yeah. I was pretty sure it was her. And then I just listened to like 30 seconds of her singing. And I was like, that's her. That's the same voice. Yeah. Uh, which... So I wanted it to be Maya Mitchell. Because I was like, oh, it's Disney. <laughs> and there's the surfboards. Oh, this is so clever. But... Really, uh, the night she got revealed on Monday night, um, there were the two clues. Clouds will come from your family and followed by lightning and thunder go everywhere. Yep. And in this, this case, lightning follows thunder. Yes. And yep. because we discussed Ali Simpson for a long time before, obviously Cody Simpson was on season one of The Masked Singer. Yep. And I believe Cody was the one that um, was sort of uh, discovered first when he went on whatever talent show it was. Because we have about five of them, let's be real. I don't think he was on a talent show. I think he was just on like YouTube. Oh, well, maybe, maybe yeah. it was that. Uh, I, thought he wa- I thought he did win one of them. It doesn't matter. It's, you know, <laughs> six of one, half a dozen of the other. Cody yep. was noticed first. And then Ali was, I think, able to build up her fan base, I believe, from that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, again, uh, that's sort of what convinced me. Yeah, I did find it funny lot- that they guessed uh, Maddie Ziegler. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Sure. 
I was like, like fine. Um, like <laughs> it's a fair guess because you know she's with Sia at the, like she's always hanging yeah. out with Sia at the moment, which you know concerns me as a as just a concerned onlooker. But uh, that's not really the vibe that's happening for Maddie at the moment. I think she's trying to maintain some kind of career beyond her yeah. dance mum's tenure. Yeah, a couple of uh, couple of weird ones from Lightning that I did quick at. They had like the Zolta fortune telling machine, which is also from Big. And I looked this up, and it's not like a real thing. It's just from Big, so I'm not sure what that was. And it was quite specifically branded. Um, which is, it's funny thing... you say that though, because I'm pretty sure I've I've had I've seen a few Zolta things. Ah, interesting. Well, it was just all about fortune telling, so maybe that's. I don't know, but mm. I also couldn't make heads or tails of that. The other thing was there was a, I think there was a clock that said twenty two fifty. Yeah, I've got no idea what that's about either. I, again, I googled Ali Simpson twenty two fifty, and I like I thought maybe I just looked up twenty two fifty, and there was a postcode, and I thought maybe that, but yeah, haven't been able to work out that. Okay, so Ali Simpson, we're begging you, please contact us and explain <laughs> what twenty two fifty is. Yeah, just explain everything in detail because yep. like. Honestly, I love puzzles, but I can never really figure them out <laughs> entirely because I'm not that dedicated, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, our final reveal for the week uh, broke my little heart. Oh, same. I was so sad. We lost our fan favorite baby. Do you know? I, I think I, I told you this. So Dolly has been my number one ride or die. I've been team Dolly since the start. But baby has won me over. A baby... On, I think it was Sunday night when she performed My Favourite Things, was like my performance of the season. I thought that was so good. And her performance last night as well, when she sang As Long As You Love Me, they were both so good. Um, oh, it was gorgeous. So when it came down to Baby or In, Dolly, I was I, like... I was like, I either way, I'm going to be... I was like, either way, I'm going to be sad. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, it's partly just upsetting that mullet is still in but that's fine mm. um once again yeah, i i, I want to pat you on the back for bringing up ella hooper when we were discussing yes. last week we <laughs> have officially i know that um the mass singer has already technically been filmed but uh <laughs> we got it officially a week before danny did well yep. you officially got it i just followed you on that train <laughs> <laughs> uh yes we did um I, I want to congratulate you, though. I think your one of your decodings was maybe the best uh, when she talked about uh, something about not liking the choruses or not liking the chorus lines. And ah, she, yes. was a, she was a part of a band called The Verses. Yes, uh, so I'll confirm that that was her and her brother. After uh, Killing Heidi kind of separated, her and her brother Jesse um, performed as The Verses. Yep. Uh, the other clue that I sort of thought made sense was she said something about liking the sound of steam on Monday night and actually one yes. of her songs was called Kettle. Yeah, that and was one of her first songs. Yes. Um and there was also the Triple J clue last night. From last night. night, yes. Uh and that was she I uh, started on Triple J. Um or not started but you know sort of she she, she was found on Triple J on Earth. Yeah they had like a competition or something where you submit a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I think Jackie or someone pointed out that there was a lot of Hoops references. Uh, that was, her, her name is Hooper. Um, the front and center thing that got you into thinking it was a netball player. She has a podcast called Front and Center. Ah, um, there we go. Yeah. Something about booties. Do you remember that clue? <laughs> Sorry, that's a, that's a bit all. random. 
she said something about her booties being really important and went on for quite a while about it and I don't know what it is. But anyway, um, another thing that... Uh, oh, Pink Sheet. Uh, she did um, the Full Monty for breast cancer. So I think yes. that's maybe that. Um, she talked about an old mid-60s Holden. And, and that was when Jackie just absolutely dug a hole for herself because, yep. well, Ella Hooper, you know, there was the E.H. Holden and she did point out to Danny that that was an initial that yeah. was there. But then she was like, I'm going to go with L.C. for someone else. Lauren Conrad. Like, That's on. the one. I'll, I will admit, um, last night when I watched, I uh, did take a break from taking notes. Oh, that's and fine. I just I've decided got... to enjoy it because I um I missed the episode <laughs> at the time. I watched it about one a.m. <laughs> yeah, that's I thought, fine. No, nah, I'm not going to take notes. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but the other thing which they didn't talk about, she referred to herself as a weary old mid sixties holder, which yes, the initials E H. However, weary. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. most favorite song, which I think I will just. I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but uh, we talked last week about. There was a lyric by Little River Band, which I cannot remember what it was. Um, but Little River, we are. I'm going to take that. That's I'm gonna, that. That was a really good catch. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's actually what it meant, but I'm just I'm taking it. That's what I. That's what I think. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah. Um, there is. So I found a really uh, interesting article by Punky, who's like a kind of subset of the Junkie. Uh, yes. Yep. Online news group. Um, so the clue that they've highlighted for us is that aren't these animals perfect? Well, I don't like perfection. It makes me go where, where? Yeah. In fact, Danny mentioned this last night when Baby was revealed. They were first signed by where, where music or wow, yeah, music, yeah, yeah. which I think is a really good clue as well. Yep. Uh, um, that was a good one. Now onto our mystery groups. Um, yeah. So Only now four people remaining. We and are... I can't believe we're we're only got four left, and I am uncertain on most. Oh well, it's sort of a half and half. So yeah, excuse me. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We absolutely. Uh, so the groups have now joined together. They've been singing yep. together since uh, Sunday now. I believe yes yep. or Monday. Yes, yes, um, yes. Shall we start with our lovely kebab? Yes, our lovely kebab. I, oh, the best one. I loved his performance of Stay With Me on Sunday yeah. night. Uh, it's noted it started with an awkward <laughs> silence as they set up, which was really funny. It's moments like this, like that performance, that just that just sell me on The Masked Singer as a concept. So the kebab sang Stay With Me by Sam Smith, and he sang it to a... A chip. <laughs> yeah, someone in a chip costume. And... Look, if a be a giant baby singing like a slowed down version of my favorite things in a graveyard or something for it was a creepy no playground, reason. I believe. Creepy playground for reasons that were never explained, but I was into nonetheless. Doesn't sell you on this show. Then uh, a kebab singing to a chip that well, went to that, a, it was just that like... caught a bus to lands unknown, <laughs> and apparently <laughs> went on to be proposed to by Dave Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I also loved that bit. I thought it was so dumb, but I was into it. They Dave Hughes, 
had a whole like romantic storyline with the chip in the next episode and I was like this is stupid but I'm into it and also um, it was like the the one time I'm really actually enjoying what Dave Hughes brings to this show it's just yeah. him having this yeah. romantic relationship <laughs> with the chip I yeah no I so I kind of a couple of weeks ago rewatched um, I Will Survive by the Queen from last year and that was the moment where I was like this show can be incredible and the performances of someone dressed up can be like the most theatrical thing and I think uh, both those the my favorite things and stay with me performance on Sunday night just sold that again for me and it, um, it, it does show that it's absolutely what you do with the costume that can make or break your career yeah the last singer yeah because uh, if you're I, not I mean, doing something amazing then it, and, like, interesting, creative, then it's not going to work out for you. I mean, look, it didn't work out for Baby, and I think Baby was one of the more dynamic performers this year. So, you know, it's not everything, but that's the way so I think it should be decided. Top five is a pretty fair go. Top yeah. five is a pretty fair go, yeah. And I think, like, the, occasionally some really good singers will go out really early. And, like, I don't... You know, I've had opinions about that. You know this. Mm. Um, but it's not always about the, the way you can sing. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. It's very often... And it's really hard to perform in these costumes as well. Yeah. Uh, and, she did, you know, she did some really, of them do it really well. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Kebab... Uh, kebab, I... Look, I'm still certain it's Jack Vigeon. Oh, there's no other... Per- it can't be anyone yeah. else. And yeah. the fact that Danny is not sort of... <sighs> conceding that it's Jack Vigeon, I don't I don't think she's paying attention. Like Yeah, I agree. There's um, and in fact Husey uh Husey, I've written in my notes, uh Dave Hughes actually pointed out a good part of it, which is the there is the Royal brand bleach in his first clue package. Yep. Um it could be a reference to his very bleached hair, which I yes. I think is a great clue, honestly. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, and there's also kebabs can be amazing or dreadful and I believe Kyle Sanderlands said specifically yeah. that he would be amazing or he would be dreadful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Jackie O pointed that out. Um, the one thing that I will add to this, I'm not sure I can add much to it besides what's already been said, is uh, the CCTV, I think, was him standing in front of a mirror with yes. a towel. And one of those things I just literally put in Jack Vigeon Tao or something, and he's had <laughs> he had a picture of he posted a selfie of himself in a towel in front of oh, the mirror. Oh, okay. So I that's, think that's that, it. That is a I good think... one. Because people were wondering <laughs> about him like covering that. up, but no, some, like no. that's a really good one. Yep, that was it. Uh, there was a reference to cleaning up like a little bit more. I wondered if that was to do with I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Like he did sort of have to clean himself up presumably after being you know covered in dirty things Sorry. that that might make sense um there was also that he was uh there's the all-stars championship decider there's like a sign there yes yes and that he was australia's answer to a hot dog um all-stars i think i think these are possibly both uh referencing uh his um time on was it America's Got Talent and it was like the global champions or something? I think so. Yeah, he was yeah, he was in Champion of Champions. Um, which I think Jackie also pointed out uh, there was a clue about Australians loving him, Americans not so much. Yeah. There's a lot of like America stuff in the clues as well, which I'm not quite sure about. But yeah, he didn't win I'm a celebrity. Oh, sorry, he didn't win America's Got Talent in the US, but he did 
when Australia's mm. got talent here. And he has uh, been called uh, Australia's answer to Justin Bieber. That's um, true. Which, oh, for him, I that's honestly... That's a great one. Like, it makes sense, but also I don't like it for him because he's not the first person to be called that. Cody Simpson yeah, has I mean, also been a Justin Bieber and the yeah. a, like an answer to Justin Bieber. And honestly, the thing is, we're not going to have a Justin Bieber. Um, I mean, Cody Simpson, I'm, I think, was closest. I'm glad for it because Justin Bieber, as far as I know, is not a very good, nice person. <laughs> I mean, once yeah. he used to spit on his fans from his hotel balcony. So anyone who yeah. does that is not a good guy in my books. Look, it was a real time in early the early 2010s when any like young male singer with a high voice was the next Justin, Justin Bieber. Absolutely. But I think you're probably right in the America's Australia's answer to Justin Bieber was the hot dog kebab thing. I think you're probably onto something there. Um, who do we have next? Oh, we, we may as well go over some of the, should we just discuss some of the guesses that they had? Oh yeah. Who did they? Yeah. So, oh, well, cause we've had a couple of out there guesses. Of course we know it's Jack Midgen. Jackie O is on, uh, on our side with this. I just want to comment on Danny's. Danny tried the thing again where she just does a prop and expects everyone to know what she's talking about immediately. She put on the wig. I believe oh, this is when she put on the wig and said it bonkers. was Billy Idol. Or was that the. No, Leo Sayer. Ah, oh, Leo Sayer. That Which was... it's not Leo Sayer. Oh, that and... was for mullet though, wasn't it? No, was that... this was for this was for kebab. It was for kebab. Uh, yes, last night. Was... I mean, I don't, I don't really know how Leo Sayer sings, and I think he does have a slightly higher voice. But one of the things is that this is an almost gender-neutral voice. Like, it's kind of hard to tell whether it's a man or a woman singing. Um, and, like, a, as much as that makes things a little difficult, it also makes things kind of easy for people that have that kind of voice. So Courtney Act is one, Jack Vigeon is one, um, and I don't know if there's many other people that can sort of you know, tread that line. And yeah. Leo Sayer isn't one of them. Absolutely not. Like, yeah. Another bizarre one we did have was Marsha Hines. Yeah. And like, while that would be nice because we did have her daughter, Denny in season one, yeah. I don't think that's a costume Marsha would have. I believe she'd have something a bit more glamorous. Yeah. Again. I, I think that you, we say that, but I also think it's quite like we've had people in really random costumes. Uh, and I wouldn't have thought that Jack Vision would be in a kebab costume, but I'm pretty sure he's behind this one. So. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just don't see her in a kebab. Yeah. I mean, that's, (laughs) that that being said, that is true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you're right about that. I don't know that I can't really see Marshall Hines in a kebab costume. Yeah. And Um, like, she would probably have something, you know, either just demonstrating her American background or uh, uh, just something that, that is more her. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, Billy Idol, I think was another guess because of the bleach thing. Okay. Yeah. No, Billy Idol what? was a guess. We also had, um, Courtney act again, which was one of our early possibilities, but I really I think, think this is Jack still, Vigeon. Yeah. Look, it's still a possibility, uh, but I, I'm really a hundred percent sold on Jack Vigeon now. Yeah. It would be it's... wild if it wasn't Jack Vigeon. And we spent so long trying to like fit in these clues to Jack. And then it was Courtney Act, and we had to like yeah, all of Australia would wrong we were. All of Australia would absolutely (laughs) be like just staying awake at night, not understanding. We are (laughs) shooting ourselves in the foot by explaining these clues and how they apply to a specific person before the specific person is revealed. (laughs) Yeah, 
but I'm still I'm sticking by it. It's it's Jack Gidget. I'm sure of it. Yeah, there's no other way it's not. So next on my little list is Dolly. Dolly who was the first performance on Monday night. Yeah, um, I think maybe we should issue an apology or of I don't know a correction at some point. Um, we were really confused by the toilet theme that's been going on with Dolly. Yeah. And my friend rightly pointed out, my lovely friend Charlie pointed out that uh, it's like she is just a toilet roll doll. Like, if you Google toilet roll Dolly, you see things that are really similar to Dolly's costume. Yeah, so people who are not quite understanding what we're saying... Um, the reason Just her skirt Google. is so uh, out and rounded is that it is meant to go over a roll of toilet paper. Just Google toilet roll dolly and you'll see what we're talking about. Absolutely. And I, I couldn't help but laugh at when she sang It's Raining Men, one of my favourite songs. Yeah, that was great. It was great. beautiful, but she's moved out into, out of the toilet and into the bathroom proper. Yeah. There was she's, men in the shower. She's still in the bathroom? She was still, still in, the in the bathroom, but she does move out of it later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she does. Uh... This is Emerichiano. Um, we, I pat ourselves on the back on this one because people are pretty convinced that this is Emerichiano now. We, for some reason, had this guest like as soon as the voice, as soon as the ads came out with her voice. Yeah, we we've like, been on the Emerichiano yeah. train from the beginning, and like the fact that Emerichiano. And I know that there's uh, people people watching out there that also knew this from the beginning, but. We're just really happy that we're, <laughs> we're uh, again slaughtering the guessing game. Hasn't <laughs> quite been revealed yet, uh, but I'm I'm so sure of it. Um, I don't even really have any clues for her. Like I haven't been able to decode a lot of them. Um, there were nine eggs, so three were missing. There was like a an egg carton with three missing, and I guess that's a reference to her three children. Um, there was a reference to Let's Get Physical, and I believe her husband is a personal trainer. Yes. Um, lots of kind of references to, you know, slightly tumultuous career, maybe, which Emerichiano has definitely had. Yes, apparently she uh, is uh, difficult to work with, is according to her Wikipedia. Is she? No, I don't believe it. She has had sort of... I, it's It's very funny because if it is her, she's performing to... Uh, Dave Hughes, who now does the radio show that she used to do, and Jackie O, who she used to compete with during that radio show. Um, but that I, is I, new. I'll be I'll be a bit clearer here. I should say that some people have said she's difficult to work with. I obviously would not know this <laughs> because I've never met the woman. So <laughs> um, I don't believe a word of it. She seems lovely, and I yeah, I'm a. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do want to comment that there was one clue that, aside from the fact that obviously it's M. Ruciano, was uh, fairly reasonable, which was Ricky Lee going off yeah. the voice. It is a similar kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to uh, uh, point out, this is the first, uh, Ursula suddenly is on a Chloe Latanzi train. So yeah. I, I forget if she guessed that again for Dolly last night, but she guessed it for Dolly on Monday night. And then also there was, I believe, Dave guest Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Uh, obviously yeah, those are I, so wrong, but <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I should, I should uh, clarify that Chloe Latanzi is actually Olivia Newton-John's daughter. Yes. Yes. Correct. And um, it's, it's bizarre how close they look in the photos that they show. Yeah. It's like, wow, she does look yeah. a lot like her mother. 
Um, there are a couple that I just couldn't get my head around. Uh, a photo of Gina Davis, which I could get. Yeah, that um, was that was last night's show, which yeah. I don't know what that's about either. Uh, references to back where they started from. I wondered, so my big theory for this was that she had sung uh, right back to where we started from at some point, maybe on Australian Idol, but she hasn't. So I don't know what that was. Um, also, buy, there was like things coming up around her that was like buy, sell, options, IPO, takeover. Mm. No idea. Was perhaps she on um, Celebrity Apprentice? No, no, she wasn't. No? Oh, well, that would have been a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh but, yeah, no, so, look, don't you love it when I just, like, say clues that I don't understand? Oh, uh, well, um, I mean, that's what we do here on the Must. On the <laughs> must. We have to talk about clues that we don't understand. It's about 50% me explaining the really random, obscure clues and 50% me going, here's a random, obscure clue that I don't understand. That's the way I'm <laughs> doing this. Um, uh, anyway. If anyone has any, you know, insights, please let us know. Um, but yeah, that was Dolly. We may as well move on to our third uh, one that we're quite sure of, which is the vampire. Vampire, yes. I actually yes. do have some things for her. So um, I think everyone's fairly convinced that this is Anastasia. I still have yeah. no idea why she'd be performing here, but um, the evidence, like, I looking at this punky page too, which is kind of uh, deciphering all the clues that she's given, it does look quite likely that this is Anastasia. Though, yeah. last night when she sang, um, I've already forgotten, but she sang when she was singing, I didn't get her voice from that. I. It was a little different. I still think that it's pretty close to her voice. I, I like, that's, ever since I kind of jumped on the Anastasia train, that has been you haven't where I've been coming from. You haven't just wanted to get off. I, I've been wondering if someone's just been doing a really good impression this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, in which I, case, I would love to know who it is. Um, I'll keep Vanessa Amorossi as that option. Just yeah, as my I little second some, option. I do have some clues that support Anastasia. Um, so there was the salt and pepper again. Someone pointed out that she's done videos with salt and pepper. Um, yes. She talked, I think this was last night, talked about being forever in the grey zone. And I feel like there was something before that as well. But... Um, she has a song called Stuck in the Middle, or maybe an album called Stuck in the Middle. Uh, so I, you know, I think that relates to that, uh, Stuck in the Grey Zone. Um, the other thing, which I thought was interesting, because they guessed Shakira. They didn't guess Shakira based on this clue. Um, oh no, she has a song called Caught in the Middle, sorry. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so they guessed Shakira... Uh, there was a clue where there was, she said she was sustained by a craze and there were people kicking a soccer ball and wearing glasses. Now, they didn't mention this for Shakira, but Shakira did sing the anthem for the World Cup. And I was like, why aren't they referencing this clue? I don't think you're right about it being Shakira, but it would be a good clue. Yeah. When I looked up Anastasia, Anastasia also had a World Cup song. She sang the theme for the World Cup song, World Cup in like 2002 or something. It was called ah. Okay. So that would explain the soccer ball. Um, and was there one other thing? No, there wasn't. Oh, unloved by my own. Maybe I'm out of love. I don't know. Uh. Mm. <laughs> well, so there's some clues that I do like that have been pointed out by this punky article. 
the first mm-hmm. one, vampires have no age. We are timeless. A lifetime is but a day. I shall never be a crone. Apparently, Anastasia was diagnosed with Crohn's disease at 13 years old. Oh, I saw that. I, when I Googled this, I saw that she was diagnosed with Crohn's. Ah, yes, that, that makes total sense. And and one of her clue packages, they had a, a sort of a butchered thriller dance done yeah. by the MIBs. Apparently, Michael Jackson has tried to sign her to, or had tried to sign her to his label. Ah, yes. Uh, obviously, awesome. back when he was alive. Yep. Um, other things, uh, she's held a photo, she once had a photo of Elton John in one hand and an Ankh in the other, the, the Egyptian Ankh. Um, yep. Obviously, everyone's discussed the Ankh tattoo on her lower back. Um, also, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Anyone, please don't come for me. <laughs> Just ask me politely. Tell me politely how it's actually said. Anyway, she performed a song, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting with Elton John. Oh, nice. Awesome. So, and there's a few more. Um, I think we discussed this last week, but uh, her her mind reader clue, Freddie was the king, but who was the queen? She performed with Queen in South Africa, and she also played the killer queen in We Will Rock You in the Netherlands in 2019. Yep, lovely. Awesome. So that is the sort of thing we're looking for with, we believe it's Anastasia. But we may as well move on to just... I will have one last thing to say about Anastasia. And yeah, I don't know if yeah, this yeah, is yeah. even worth pointing out. But um, she has had a few clues about being like in, like going in between two worlds and not feeling comfortable in this world or something. Mm-hmm. She had an album called It's a Man's World. So... Oh, yes. And that's a, I feel like that's a common thing with women. They have to deal with... You know, really, entertainment really is a man's world. I like this yeah. is a this is a a bit of a spicy thing to say at this point. Um, <laughs> but the spice it up, <laughs> spice it up like the kebab. But it's not as spicy as Dave Hughes uh, guessing Janet Jackson, <laughs> and especially at that point, you could tell he was grasping at straws. Uh, I can't yeah. remember what exactly he was saying, but I've written down that he was grasping at straws. And someone <laughs> okay. also did ju- guess Jessica from the Veronicas. I always love when they guess one of the Veronicas and it's, they have to justify which one. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they're like, but they're both kind of, they're very identical for twins. You know how like yeah. some identical twins, you can still de- tell the difference. They did. I'm. They did Celebrity Apprentice like as one contestant. Yeah. It makes they me think. They competed as one. If, if they did, if they ever did the Masked Singer, it would have to be like, either they would be like the, the two owls from the American yeah. series, or they would have the whole thing is the Masked Singer is being done in teams. But it would be way too obvious. If we, like, I think I said this to you when we were talking about the, the like, duo that they did in the US, and I was like, if they ever had a duo here, it would be the Veronicas. Instantly. Yeah, absolutely. Like, th- it would that's... be like, are there two women? <laughs> uh, if it's two women, it's the Veronicas. the Veronicas. If it's a man or a woman, it's Angus and Julia Stone. And those are, like, the two options. Oh, yeah. And then if they have two guys, it's like, how did they score the Hemsworth brothers? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I don't know. Um, or they have, like, the less famous brothers. <laughs> what's the um, Axis of Awesome? Is that the thing? Oh, that's a trio. I yeah, believe. So okay. that was um, Jordan Raskopoulos and two other people. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, um, so our last guy, our mystery man, or fish, I should say, our mystery yeah. fish, is mullet. The mullet. Now, before, before we go on to any guesses, I want to point out someone that you said that actually Punky agrees with you on this. I, I saw this. It is the theory that mullet is Pat Cash. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm still on this train, though. <laughs> 
It's it's a bit I... of a random clue, but we do have that um, the mask itself could be a clue because Pat had a mullet back in the eighties. Yeah. He was wearing a name tag that said, "Hello, my name is Junior Mullet." He was a junior player. He was the number one junior player in the world in 1981. Yep. That was sort of his rise to fame. Mm-hmm. Um, having the Betty and Gina Davis photos, that was who he, where it was from. It was uh, he was involved in the Davis Cup at the some Davis point. Davis Cup, yep. Um, not he doesn't get his hair wet. Uh, as that some tweet says, he's now possibly bald with no hair. Though that's not quite true, but. Um, yeah, so yeah. the Davis Cup, he won in 1983, 1986. Uh, my intelligence isn't artificial and way better than 20. There's a book called Artificial Intelligence Futuristic Episodes. One of the authors is also called Pat Cash. Yes. Um, I was number one once, you know, I wasn't wearing flannel at the time. Lucky for me, I've got more than one string to my bow. So it's another tennis reference, as we mentioned, as you mentioned before, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. he, he won two Davis Cups, but he also won in Wimbledon in 1987. Yeah. Um, I don't need to get my hair wet anymore. Also re- could refer to his retirement. Um, yep. and that he's even taken on the Chinese, not as a comedian, but you could call me something else. Pat is the coach to China's number one tennis player, uh, Ch- uh Chiang Wang, I believe is how you'd say that. I'm probably not, uh... <laughs> I'm not au fait with the, the Chinese alphabet and, like, enunciation, so do correct me politely yep. <laughs> if I'm wrong, but... I am not in a position to do that. Uh, sorry, I mean, the listeners, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I am kind well, of... Well, the listeners are also not in a position to do that because they're not in my position talking to you right oh, now. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um... So that, I, I do say, Pat Cash does have, there is a fair amount of evidence in his favour. Yeah, it, I'm just not convinced. I, I don't know, I was heavily on the Pat Cash train at the start. The mine can kind of sing. And yeah. I don't know, it baffles me quite a lot, but, and I don't have any, I mean, they, I've seen rumours that it's Bo Ryan, the only sort of, Evidence I can find for that is the bow references. Uh, mm. The son was wearing a bow. There's the strings to the bow thing. But I don't... I, I don't know. There's There's been a lot of clues that... You know what is baffling me? Is last night or the night before, we had uh, a Z to A clue for the second time. Yeah, um, I'd love to know what that is what that is about. So it's a backwards alphabet thing and I don't... Yeah, I don't know. And except D, I think, was the one on Sunday night, maybe. Z to A, except D. I, I mm. cannot work it out. So, I don't know. Maybe if we get that one, we'll, like, unhinge it all. Um, But, yeah, no, I, I can't quite work it out. Actually, you know what would be a bizarre thing? So, this is connecting to um, Danny's guess on Tuesday night was the actor Samuel Johnson. Uh, yep. A large part of this guess was um, there was a sign that Mullet held in this clue package saying one lap only. And that was yeah. referring to a, a charity thing that he did. He won a unicycle around Australia. He did a lap of Australia in a unicycle. Um, so he was in a few television series. Uh, I'm just looking on his Wikipedia now. Molly Mel- he, was actually, he actually played Molly Meldrum in a miniseries about him. 
Yep. Um, I did, yes, he was on Home and Away, which would uh, not be surprising. Was Samuel Johnson on Home and Away? Yes, so he was, I don't know if you yeah. know, Sally Fletcher. Ah, so this is Kate Ritchie's character. Um, he was her first boyfriend, Gus Bishop. Really? Now, where this is a bizarre connection to the A to Z thing, or Z to A, which yeah. probably makes no sense, but it would be a really funny th- way to connect it. Samuel Johnson is also the name of a man from the 18th century. Uh, he's a poet, playwright, essayist, moralist, critic, biographer, editor, and lexicographer. And if I remember my, um, and I think I do, my VCE English language classes, he's sort of credited with creating the dictionary. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. It's a Why really... is it backwards, though? It's a really random connection to make. And so it's probably not it. But I thought Samuel Johnson being someone from home and away and, like, considering our Aussie actors, we kind of, if we're funny, we tend to be more popular. It seems right. like, like, the, I feel like a lot of bigger male Aussie actors at least have to have that comedic side to them. Yeah. Like, take Chris Hemsworth, for example. We know him as Thor and, like, all the action and blah, 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 but you know, him as a person, we know him to be more funny, all the little side parts. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm going on a little thing Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm just baffled by this, this, it could explain it. I mean, I don't know why it would be backwards. Um, but, yeah, it could explain it. The other one that was guessed was Axel Whitehead, who I think was quite a good guess. Um, I don't quite remember why. Uh, I think it was maybe... It was Danny or Jackie, I can't remember which one, guessed Axel Whitehead. And I think it does, that holds up to me as well. Uh, there was something about surprises. He had the song, I Don't Do Surprises. Um, and kind of matches the voice potentially, but I'm not, yeah, not 100% on that one. Yeah, and the other thing that actually, just looking at it, convinces me that perhaps Samuel Johnson is a good guess. Sorry, I'm coming back to him. Is, um... One of the ads or the beginning of this show on Tuesday night said, have you identified this person, this person, this person, describing them by their careers? And one of them was a humanitarian. And I wondered perhaps oh. because we hadn't identified anyone as a humanitarian worker. So he's actually done a fair bit of fundraising. Aside from his unicycle ride, he's done. he's got the Love Your Sister charity, which supports yeah. the Garvin, Garvin Institute of Medical Research. Um, the, the unicycle, he, oh, so he's, he's, he's done a a few unicycle things. So one of them was to also find a cure for breast cancer. Um, he has received the medal of the order of Australia, uh, for service to cancer research, support organizations and performing arts. And then he's also been on dancing with the stars. Okay. Yeah. So I wondered like, perhaps Muller is our humanitarian, and I'm kind of convinced Samuel that this Johnson. is possibly Samuel Johnson. Yeah. I don't know what, why the alphabet is backwards, but I think this is my yeah. top pick at the moment. This seems think, like a very likely candidate for mullet. I think that that's the clue. The key to unlocking all of this is the Z to A thing. I yeah. hope it gets explained. Um, I'm going to lock in Axel Whitehead for this. I'm not... I don't have any of your... Reasoning, uh, apart from the Palm Beach, Home and Away thing, and he was on Home and Away. 
but I don't know. I, I think it's him. I remember being very convinced by Jackie's guesses, maybe? Jackie yeah, maybe? there's a, been a couple of guesses of Axel Whitehead. I believe Ursula also guessed Axel Whitehead at one point. Yeah. Oh, golly, just reading on what he's done is sort of bizarre. The one thing we can agree on is that costume is still hideous. Yep. I am still <laughs> confused as to what they were thinking. I, I don't know. Like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to identify with my, my, myself. What do I find terrible about it? Is it that horrible hair that they put on his head? Is it the <laughs> tiny little beady eyes? It's Is just it the fact huge. that they've made him overweight for no reason whatsoever and that's unnatural for a fish? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It um it's yeah, it's just like, like it compared, feels like a really bulky costume. Yeah, like compared with earlier fish costumes, you know, goldfish she, the fish part was on top of her head like was her head Christine Arnu's head and then hammerhead, you know, the fish part felt like a bit more streamlined. The tail was at his feet and I, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's hard to say what it is. Okay. I have a couple of points for Axel Whitehead. First is uh, when he was on Shameless, the character he played was called Davis as in Betty Davis or Gina Davis. Which was oh yeah. Those clues. Another thing. And this is really clutching on straws. He was on neighbors last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, for, like a month he played the character of xenon alexio initials Z- Z- a. A. Mm. um that really might be clutching at straws and i don't know why it's except d but hey that's what i'm going with i'm gonna say it's axel Whitehead. that's a that's a really that's really good yeah Sorry, oh that sounded guess... very very condescending i actually that is a <laughs> That definitely gives oh, yeah. us something for the Z to A clue, which is definitely like a big baffler at this point. Yes. I again still don't know the D. Um But I guess we'll find out all of this next week because this is going to be it's finishing up next week where I uh, they're advertising for the grand finale on Sunday, but I think they're doing this that thing where they're actually advertising grand finale week. So I think we have two more episodes left. I think it's gonna go final to final three on uh, Monday night, and then we're going to see who's the winner. Um, so, yeah, we've got four people left. Who's your tip to win? Um, at this point, uh, I hate to say it, probably, <laughs> you know what, I bet it'll be Mullet, just to just to spite me. <laughs> no, Mullet um, is out on Sunday night. I, I would take nothing else. <laughs> okay, well, I, I do reckon Dolly is a good choice for our yeah. Um I... I think it's, Honestly, it's definitely going to be between someone and Kebab. Kebab could also give us a win. Yeah, I, my, my ideal final three would have been Dolly, uh, Kebab, and Baby. I think what we'll end up having is Dolly, uh, Kebab, and Vampire. Yeah, um, I, I think so. I think uh, Vampire will, uh, unless Mullet just destroys our soul once more. <laughs> unless he just Mullet, destroys the competition. I'm sorry, Mullet is... Uh, we've said it before, I'll say it again. Mullet is our puppet for this season. Didn't like him from the start. He came forth. And that's what's going to happen to Mullet. He's going to come forth. And then we're going to have an actually pretty talented... Uh, yeah, I do believe that Vampire will take that third place spot. Because she's she's reminding me, actually, of, of Wolf from Series 1. I've forgotten his name, Finn. 
Rob, no? Rob Mills. Rob Mills. That's the one. Everyone's like, how come you don't know who Rob Mills is? And I'm like, he just kind of slipped, like, <laughs> I just missed the hype from Rob Mills. <laughs> sure. So it kind of reminds me of that where Rob Mills, it was really looking like he would come top two and then he just missed that mark. Yeah. Um, what? No, Rob Mills came second. No, 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 no. Monster. No? Yeah, that was Georgie Coughlin. Georgie Coughlin came third, I'm sure of this. No, Georgie Coughlin came second to Curtis Simpson's robot. I'm Googling this right now because I'm sure Georgie Coughlin Yeah, came. so am I. Season... She came third. What? No. Wikipedia says she came third. That's wrong. No, she came second. <laughs> no, she came third. <laughs> <laughs> she, she absolutely nuh-uh, came nuh-uh. third. This is some Rob kind of Mandela effect. No, no, he did not. He yes, came he third. Did. I'm certain he came third. <laughs> no, he came second. <laughs> I am certain I, he came third. I'm sure I think Wikipedia is lying to me. We're gonna no. go. We're gonna have to rewatch the episodes. I am certain. <laughs> I mean, that I mean, he. I'm no. sure they're on ten play, uh, but. He no, Georgia Kempkin came third and Rob Mills came second. Nah. Yes. No. Yes. Maybe this is a Mandela effect thing. Yeah, I don't I am certain she came second. Because I was wanting her to win. I'm certain Rob Mills came third. I was also wanting her to win, and so I was disappointed when she came third. (laughs) She did not come third. Uh, (laughs) I think we're gonna have to leave that, otherwise we will be arguing (laughs) for another hour. Um yeah, I think (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I think Kebab. Uh, Kebab's probably my pick to win. I think if we're right about it being back to Jack Vision, I think it'll be interesting to have two people, two Australia's Got Talent winners in a row win this, um, mm. win last singer. And, and then, again, so then we'll get to next year and it'll be like twice as a coincidence, three times as yeah, a Yeah, it'll be, it'll be the Purple Wiggle uh, from Justice Crew. <laughs> yeah, that is my prediction. <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, whatever his name is, Purple Wiggle slash Justice Crew Man, he's, he's coming first. And uh, Nathan Foley will come a very bitter second. <laughs> Nathan yeah. Foley from High Five, guys. He's... Nathan Foley. She will be there. He will be there eventually. He will be there. We have called it. I will be very disappointed, Nathan, if you're not behind a mask in the future. Imagine if it was Mullet all this time. <laughs> yeah right that would be crazy anyway <laughs> um that's it for this week thank you for sticking with us this past hour yep um, and as always we are glad you must okay i'm belinda and i'm dan and, and we are glad, glad you must, you must. <laughs> <laughs>